Hi, this is Chad Schnarr from the Rockcast, Rockhurst University's podcast. What we wanted to do with the election coming up is in episode two, we had a, a good conversation among the students about the election and their predictions for what's going to happen the day after the election. What is uh, the culture going to be like on campus and around the city uh, in the U.S.? And kind of what advice would they have for their future selves the day after the election, as well as advice to those who may be on the side that didn't win, uh, whatever side that may be. We're recording this on, uh, well, actually, I'm recording this on October 28th. About a week ago is when the, the, the guys had this conversation. So I uh, wanted you to listen to it on its own. If you like the conversation, there's a lot more where that came from on the Rockcast, which you can find on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all the main ones, as well as on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rockerstalk. So enjoy. To start, let's have uh, you guys introduce yourselves. Um, Bree, let's start with you. Hello, everyone. Glad to be back with the podcast. Um, my name is Brianna Merrill. I am a sophomore here at Rockhurst, majoring in physics of medicine, and I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. America, go ahead. <laughs> my name is America Rommel. I'm a senior. I'm from Shawnee, Kansas, and I'm studying corporate accounting and finance. Jared, you're next as I go through the circle of galleries here. Gotcha. Well, hello, everyone. Great to finally join the podcast. My name is Jared Payton II. I am from Chicago, Illinois. I am a sophomore majoring in marketing and a minoring in film acting. Excellent. And Vince is back again. Go ahead, Vince. My name is Vince Rosqueda. I'm a senior nursing major from Spring Lake, Kansas. The big story, obviously, can't get around it, is uh, one of the bigger elections in recent generations. Now for you four, is this the first time you're voting in a presidential election? All four of you? Vince, you did vote in 2016? I was just barely able to vote in 2016. I had to fill, fill out like some special pre-registration form to be able to do it because I turned uh, 18 on the 13th and in Kansas you had to be registered. Like I'm pretty sure by the 13th too. So nice. Okay. So question to the group is, uh, the next time we do a podcast um, is going to be after the election. So what are we talking about on the next podcast? Um, so in a sense, that is kind of what your prediction is, not only for the result, but the climate afterward. Um, that was a topic last week that Brianna and Vince uh, talked about. Um, so give me your thoughts there. Uh, are you voting? And I'm assuming yes. Uh, and what's your prediction for how it's going to be on what, November 4th or whatever the day is after? Is that right? November 4th. And whoever wants to. I'm definitely voting. I would feel weird if I didn't, to be quite honest with you. Um, as far as like my predictions, as far as like the day after the election, I definitely believe the climate on campus is going to change. Social media is going to be definitely changed. And I think it will be a matter of either um, people being very loud about their opinions as far as like whether they agree with it or whether they disagree with it, or more people being shy about their opinion because like, some sides can be very aggressive. Um, but I'm just very interested to see that difference. And then 
you know, combating that, like as far as like the weeks to come, like how can we get back to this um, Rockhurst community atmosphere? Because I definitely believe it'll be very political on campus. Um, so I'm just, I'm just really interested to see how things go. Um, I'm definitely going to be in tune with everything that's going on. Um, I definitely believe social conversations will also be different. You know, who wants to talk about what's at the lunch for cat at the cap? Like, I want to talk about the election. Like, let's, I want to hear your perspective. Like, so, um, I can't wait to see how this goes, but I, my opinion is that it would definitely change. So we'll just see how much it affects our daily lives after that. Uh, um, I guess my prediction for it um, on the 4th, specifically, um, I think it's actually going to be calmer because we're going to have to catch up with all of the uh, mail-in ballots still, too. Um, We saw in a lot of the primaries, yeah, we saw in a lot of the primaries this year, um, uh, New York was the longest one. They took like six extra weeks to count up all the votes, something like that. There's definitely going to be some probably anxiety apprehension probably uh while they're still going to be counting them all up and so i I don't think we'll have a clear answer you know right away that'll be my prediction for it i have a question for you (laughs) just because i feel like it flows from it when do you feel like we'll have you know i guess a solid answer if if even a solid answer is possible for 2020 because if we look at 2020 i don't even know if we're going to get this you know the solid answer that we're all anticipating i mean Hopefully, you know, within a week of the election, we'll know the answer. But I mean, I I feel like both candidates are still going to contest it either way, no matter what, because we're going to get a huge voter turnout this year as compared to previous years. I mean, 2016 was already a pretty big voter turnout, but that was only like 62 some percent. I feel it's going to be even more so this year because so many more people I feel like are being mobilized to vote. I mean, like, I feel like every other ad I see on any device I use is to go register to vote. I'm like, I've been registered for the last two months. I don't need this anymore. But uh, I do honestly think, you know, once that decision does come down, you know, I just don't think either candidate's going to think it was, you know, I don't know if fair is the right word or maybe more legitimate would be more of a word to use. And so we might see this drag out for God knows how long uh, while it goes up into the courts. In my opinion, in my opinion, I'm just an I'm not a political commentator, but just from what I've seen, that's what I feel like is going to happen. That is a very good point because personally, I think I feel like, as I said, I'm definitely more so focused on the emotional climate that people will definitely be going through after it. But I never, in, after hearing you say it, like I, I almost see that as a fact. I don't think there's any way possible that all of these votes or whatever they want to call it, are completely tallied directly, you know, November 5th, November 6th, that it'll take some time and that it won't even just be, you know, the winner or the loser. It'll be whoever doesn't come out on top. I guess you could say, and not even just that person specifically, not even just that candidate, but the party that supports them, the people that support them, trying to find whatever leeway to justify whatever they say wrongly happened. And as I said, like, I've always been thinking, you know, 2020 is going to go out with a bang. That will be the bang right there (laughs) because you're just going to have a lot of tension with it. So it sucks because I don't want that tension. You know, I really I try to have these conversations with the people that I know I view differently with because that's what it's all about. You know, because at the end of the day, we are all human beings. You know, we want to end to 
you know, many things that go on in the world right now. We want to end to racism, which has just been amplified by the virus. It didn't, you know, just start getting recorded. Things have been happening, you know, like that, like the social political climate. These things have been happening. It's not just something that is just 2020. It's just been amplified because the way that we live our lives has just changed full circle. And I feel as if it's just, my gosh, it is like the more I think about it, like sometimes I think we all want to at least find a way to laugh about it because it, it can be very hysterical as far as some people's responses to things. I, for one, can speak on that. But at the end of the day, things can get very, very, very bad if we're not all okay. Not just, you know, obviously trying to find a way to justify what happened. But as I said, the outcome of the election, it is going to be what it is, regardless of who you fare with. And I feel like there will be some of us that will be able to at least, not immediately, because you were right about how long it will be dragged out. I think that's definitely going to happen as well. It will be a dragged out process. It will take a lot of time and healing. Um, I'm, you know, we're talking about having these conversations right now, because personally, if I'm being honest, what I think will happen is that after this outcome does come to pass, that we're not going to want to have those conversations anymore. It's just going to be, oh, no, like, like immediately people will just be written off because of certain things. And, you know, we want to look at that. Why do we want to divide ourselves even more? Like that's anything that I've seen that this year has taught about. It's just been straight up division with everything. I mean, to the point where we're dividing about a virus, you know, something that will kill you if it has the chance, you know, we're even finding division with that. So having a conversation like that and looking into the outcomes and evaluating, okay, this is how bad it could be if we don't do this or that. You know, like it's important, you know, how to school the main theme for this year was, you know, to reflect and discern. It's important that we take that time away from that socioeconomic, political background and status, and even maybe those conversations from time to time, just to reflect and discern on how we feel about it. So that way we can at least, you know, extend a helping hand to other people to be able to care for them. Because truth be told, even though that's what I want to happen, I don't think that will happen, you know? I think the reaction of everyone is going to be really just dependent on what is going on with um, COVID-19. Because, I mean, as big as this election is, you know, this is something that's happening in, I mean, a very important country. I mean, the United States, yes, big country, but we're also stuck in the middle of a pandemic that has been killing people is still killing people everywhere so i think that it's just going to be like you know if maybe like a vaccine comes out i feel that's definitely going to affect what people think about um you know who wins maybe if if the if you know if a vaccine were to come out like right afterwards i'm not sure like maybe i guess like the where is the attention going to go um what are people really going to care about are people going to be more worried about this vac the vaccine or who just won um, as president. I'm, I don't know. I feel like it's just going to be really dependent on that because even though this, like I said, this is a really important thing, there's also another really even bigger thing happening um, that has affected everyone. So I'm not, I'm not sure. I feel like it, it always going to be, it kind of, this year has just been ruled by COVID. So I feel like whatever happens with that is gonna be kind of, is definitely gonna affect the reaction of everyone. 
All right. So I don't know if you've noticed, but um, the university has, uh, I think, started last week. Um, the president, Father Curran, has or sent out a video um, uh, under the initiative called Rockers Together. And what that is basically doing is trying to emphasize the community as being unified and remembering respect for each other and, and whatnot before um, all of this happens. So next question and probably the final question for the podcast for you guys is, um, what advice would you have to someone who says, I don't know what I'm gonna do on November 4th if opposite candidate to what they want wins? Um, what advice would you give them or what advice would you give yourself about that? Uh, I'd tell them that, you know, even though if maybe the person you didn't want to win won, there's three branches of government for a reason. Um, I feel like, especially with everybody really likes to idealize the presidency, but we're, you know, we're not a, oh, we don't have a king or a queen. We're not uh, a monarchy. So the president doesn't have all power in the United States. That's why you have all your local leaders. That's why you have your senators, your congressmen and women. So policies that do come forth new laws they all go through you know the process of becoming a bill everyone remembers the schoolhouse rock little thing or maybe that's just me i don't know if <laughs> students still remember that but um, <laughs> yeah there's my time i remember those saturday morning cartoons but that's another story go yeah, ahead Vince. sorry yeah we had we had ours when uh, the teacher bring our history teacher bring in the vcr and the tv in school but but yeah, um, there, we have a process. So, you know, even if it's someone who you don't want to win, it really doesn't matter that much because they have checks and balances and to balance it all out. And, you know, and at the very like least, it, it serves as, you know, a position where you can find compromise within the government. I personally wouldn't want us being ruled by a one party system. That's a, that's a big no, no. Um, so yeah, this is seeing it as an opportunity for compromise to bring out the best for the American people. I think that's kind of a way, good way to look at it if the person you don't want to win the election wins the election. Yeah, I'll try to um, take it from like a different angle. I would just say like, as far as like mentally and emotionally, um, the person you, who got elected wasn't the one you wanted to get elected. I would definitely say, don't stop fighting as far as like, if you, during quarantine, if you were fighting for women's rights or if you were fighting for Black Lives Matter or whatever the case may be, like, don't feel discouraged about, you know, who gets voted into office. Like, don't let it stop. Like, the, what you really need to do is just keep the momentum. And I think um, that's something that people have been doing pretty good about. But I've noticed that it's so easy to get people distracted um, in doing so. And so, like, that's kind of something that you kind of have to jump over that hurdle yourself. But yes, definitely just keep that momentum going. Um, and find new innovative ways to make that make and create that change. I definitely think with COVID-19, we've seen a lot of innovators, people making new things, people coming up with creative ideas. Even on campus, we have a QR code scavenger hunt where you can be safe, socially distanced. So like things like that, like um, definitely don't be close-minded about it. Um, try your best to find those different ways to kind of combat that. Um, and then also like, Kind of Vince talked about, but then also be sure to vote in any other um, runnings as well. Like the presidential one is not the one only one you should be voting for. Like I would kind of be a little disappointed if you only voted during presidential elections and that's it. I would be very disappointed. Um, no judgment, but very disappointed. Um, 
So definitely make sure you um, take heed to that and see what they're doing, what they're doing in your communities, what they're doing in your state, because that's just as important. Um, so yeah, this is just a few things that I would say to them. I feel as if, because you said something at the very beginning of what you're saying, Brie, um, you know, just about, I guess emotionally, you know, and who you vote for, who you don't vote for, because this is how I've been taking it, you know, because ever since I was little, even, you know, being very heavily inspired myself with having, you know, a black president, somebody who I could, you know, go to where I was growing up in a community that was predominantly white. So I didn't have any type of black leadership besides my parents. And then seeing that it was powerful, but at the same time, what it showed for me once that was no longer there was that I have to ultimately take who I am and, you know, decide not just to be happy, not just to immerse myself regardless of who the president is, but to just feel confident in what it is that I do and know that whoever is in power or is not in power, they don't control me. They don't control what I do. And it can only control emotionally as much as I am willing to allow it to, you know, and I feel like some people, you know, we're on this thing, you know, like we, as Vince said earlier, you know, people are like, you know, vote, vote this. You can't go, my gosh, 15 minutes on Spotify without hearing three direct ads in a row talking about vote anyways, vote this, vote that. Okay, well, you vote, then what, right? This person that gets into office, you want them to, then what? We have to stop and ask ourselves that question because it's not just about voting, it's about progression. You know, you vote and after that, the change does not just come every four years because if that was the case, 100% of people would vote every four years and then we'd hear a dead period for three years. But you know, that's just not the way that our country works. The ones that are actually pushing for change regardless of what the issue is or is not, they always have that desire regardless of who is there and who isn't there. So the question that I'd like to ask everybody internally is to realize how much, I mean, how bad do you really want change? You know, because regardless of who is the president, who isn't, you've got to be willing to do it, not just for yourself, but for other people. And that is something that really has to get implemented in people's minds, because I feel as if, you know, in the idea behind, you know, this idea of voting, as I said, regardless of who it is or is not at this time, is it's kind of, I feel it can be a bad thing because it's kind of giving people this end all be all type of sense, as if, let's say this outcome does not happen for person one or person two, then what? Like, oh my gosh, the world's going to end because this person didn't get elected. No, that's not the case. It's called, you really have to be able to just, to just understand who you are, surround yourself with the people that are not going to, I guess, limit you or cause you to go away from your purpose, regardless of who you vote for and who it is that you don't vote for. You know, still be able to have conversations about anything in general. You know, I feel like that is the most important thing with this election and the outcome is just we have to be willing, you know, as Bree said earlier, to just know that regardless of what goes on, regardless of who wins, that we got it, you know. I think everyone kind of covered um, everything, but kind of just going back to what Bree was saying, I think it's just really important that we not only vote for this, but for other elections. I think it's very important that we get to know who our senators are, who our representatives are, because those are the people that are, are representing, you know, our state. Um, and um, so, yeah, just kind of really getting to know who they are. And I feel like, and I've done it, I voted 
once already two years ago. Um, that was my first time voting, but I didn't really know much. So I kind of just went in there and I was just like, uh, I don't know who to vote for. So, you know, recently I've been trying to kind of do more research on it because those are very important, you know, um, elections. Those are a lot of like the people that are really representing you. The president, even though an important person, obviously, is just one person. And like what Vince said, he doesn't have all the power. And, you know, politicians say many things um, especially during presidential um, debates, they don't always do everything they say. I mean, I would say most of the time they don't. Um, they don't have all the power um, and they don't have all the time, really. In four years, they don't have as much time to do everything they promise that they're going to do. Um, and so, yeah, just kind of, and kind of to finish it off, what Jerry just said, keep fighting for whatever you're fighting for. You know, if it's really important, then this shouldn't stop you. Um, you can, in four years, you're gonna have the opportunity to vote again. Um, so, I mean, it's not the end of the world at all. I know after we all kind of gave our input on that, I think the first word that came to mind was accountability. And I think that's something that a lot of people are scared of because, okay, if it doesn't go your way, then what are you gonna do now? Um, so I think accountability is like one of the main things people should focus on. Um, I don't know, this is kind of like a main theme that I kind of got from all of our responses, but yeah.